couple years down the road, you uh, you wake up it's Sunday morning, like eleven thirty. You uh, you were out a little late last night. Doing what? Just fucking rocking what? out, partying. Oh. <laughs> Just no. I mean, you know. Gentleman doesn't kiss and tell. <laughs> so I was kind of partying is what you're saying? Yeah, you were hanging out with friends. You were meeting people out for drinks. Uh, nice. You know. It's That's kind, cool. It's kind of like what you're what you're doing these days. What do you mean? You're um you're doing pretty well for yourself. You know? You're uh you came in a little bit of money. You How much? Um you've got like a deal right now. Because currently you are Mr. Wavy Lays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You are the spokesperson for Wavy Lays all How? over the globe. I mean, you're just like in their commercials and stuff. You're like, there's like cardboard cutouts of you at like 94% of grocers in America. Um, 94%? 94%. Yeah, man, the people who work there are going to hate me. No, you would think that, but everybody loves Mr. Wavy Lays. What's uh, what's the commercial? So like, um, like, like, how, like how, how did I get the commercial? I guess. So uh, a couple of years ago, you were at um, a hot dog eating contest. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> was I watching or participating? Participating. It was on oh, it was on Fourth of July, you know, and which is your birthday. Had so happy birthday, birthday Pat. Yeah. Uh, 1984 baby so you um you're like munching these hot dogs right you've been 84 and ready for more (laughs) so you were like you were like training for this thing and you're just like shoveling them in it's a local you know it's a thing you got booked on it as like a local personality or whatever but you take it really seriously and you eat like 34 wieners wow you know and uh, uh, do I win? You come in fourth place. Oh damn! Yeah, that fucking sucks. Yeah, I mean, you beat me. Uh, third place was this woman named Karen Margot. Uh, she's a single mom from Tyler, Texas. She ate uh, thirty-nine. Guy in front of her, his name was Tom Tinkles. he uh cracked he was 41 and the guy who came in first place you knew him as the reaper oh my gosh he ate 64 hot dogs dang the reaper's coming to collect yeah and he did dude he fucking did but you (laughs) ate you ate all those hot dogs and there's a video of you of like everybody standing on the dais saying goodbye and you're just like digging into a bag of wavy lays Right. And some guy like next to you like goes, Hey, why are you eating wavy lays? And you go, They're just so good. And there's like a video of you saying that. And so yeah. the people were like, This guy fucking loves wavy lays. Ate thirty plus hot dogs and just can't keep his hands out of a bag. So you become Mr. Wavy Lays, right? Okay. You're, you're pulling in about a hundred and fifty grand a year. Wow. All the lays you can eat. Fuck. 
you get a chance to like, you know, people like look into you and stuff and you get booked to do shows, you get booked to do festivals, you do oh, a lot cool, of, you do cool. a lot of corporate work. So like your contract for like through wavy lays is 150 K a year, but you take on wow. a bunch of other stuff and, and you're making probably like close to double that. So I'm i uh, I'm like, like doing like stand up. Yeah. You're doing stand up, and people are like booking you like a lot for that. You're getting on all kinds of shit. Am I like uh like referred to as like the wavy lays guy? Not in the realm of stand up. Okay. Yeah. It's so like a, and so. I, but it, it, do I do well or, or is, yeah. are they just like these shit shows? No, they do great. It's it's the thing that like sort of launches and legitimizes what you're doing. Okay, well, that's you good. Know? So um, yeah, things are going like really well. You you feel like super happy. You're like man, this is incredible you know what a lucky what a lucky break you say that and then you look up on the shelf at that fourth place wiener eating trophy and you go man if i'd never gone what would my life be (laughs) you stare at that trophy yeah you pull a little towel out of your pocket you shine it up put the towel back in your pocket (laughs) Okay. You blow a kiss at it. You leave the room. That's weird. So you're like hanging out. <clears throat> you get a, a call from your your agent, and uh, her name is uh, what's my what is my yeah what, what what what's her name? Her name's Jennifer Twelve. <laughs> okay. She's a she's like a T. Is it spelled out or yeah. is just the number yeah. one two? T okay. W. E L V F E. Okay. It's Nordic. It's something, you know, I, I don't know. You sure. have to ask her. But she's your she's your manager. She gives you a call and uh she's she's great. She like was somebody that you like she's like the first person you've had, like, you know, rep you. Um, and she's just, you feel like she's really looking out for your career and she's pretty cool. She's like, uh, yeah. like fun to talk to. And it uh, seems like she gives a shit about her job. So she calls you and she's like, Pat, uh, we're getting ready to, you know, there, there's a new wavy lace campaign coming up. Uh, what they want to do is they want to, they're trying to expand globally like they're obviously big in, in the u.s and like north america uh but they're, they're, yeah. trying, they're trying to do more mm-hmm. and you know globally so they want to show that they're a global brand so they want to send mr wavy lays all over the globe fuck yes they basically i have been waiting for this so what they're going to do is they're going to pitch it as mr wavy lays jet skis across the globe but what they're really going to do fucking rules what they're really gonna do is they're they're gonna have you go to like France or you know Ireland or Japan or Chile. Fuck or, yeah! You, know, you go to Egypt, like you go to like I want to go to Japan so bad. They, Egypt? Yeah, they send you to uh, the pyramids, the North Pole. They they want you on every. They want wavy lays on every continent. Let's fucking do it, dude. So there is one part. Uh, 
where like they're they're doing like a documentary about they're basically like faking this whole thing. So they they're like, yeah, you will need to go out what? for a period. Yeah, they're not you're not actually jet skiing across the globe. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, well, uh, yeah, obviously, yeah. But they're like, we do need to get like a lot of footage for this thing for what they're doing. So you will have to spend some time like out at sea on a jet ski. You know what I mean? Like we'll have to have you do that. So we can get footage for everything because they're going to do a whole like social media thing where they're pretending that you're jet skiing like across the earth, you know? Yeah. So, um, so you're like, yeah, you, one thing that they're going to do is like, they're going to try to get you some footage of you in front of places. Like when you, when you go to the place, they'll have you like jet ski in front of like the fucking Sydney opera house in the background. You know what I mean? They're going to have you jet skied, you know, fucking all through like Florence. You're just fucking in the canals, you know, and you're in Italy. You're just like, wow. Yeah. There's, there's those guys where they gondolas, you know what I mean? Those guys, (laughs) And you're just, you're just hauling ass on a fucking American jet ski. Right? Are they pissed? Oh, they are so pissed! Right? I'm they sorry, so fellas. Like, you I'm to, so sorry. You had to talk to the head of of uh, of Frito Lay because he was like, "We had to shell out two hundred grand to repair the canal because you're, you know, your recklessness." Oh, jeez! And you were like, "Look, I'm man, sorry, you know." So yeah, the, I would explain the situation. I guess it wasn't it wasn't like silky smooth. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. So I'm they're sorry. they're gonna do um you're you're gonna go to like uh they're gonna put you in places where like you can like jet ski around, you know. Uh so they, <laughs> they they wanna they wanna get that footage. So they're gonna send you out to a place and then you'll spend like maybe like a month out there sort of traveling around getting all this shit, whatever. I'm I'm sorry, a month out where? Just like all over the globe. It's gonna take like a month oh, okay, to do okay. all this. So sure. the, there's like a few days where you're going to spend like out on a boat uh, with like a like a small crew. Um, basically, there'll be like the there's like a cameraman, right? There's a director. Uh, there's you. There's like a crew of like two people who are running this boat and then the captain. And there's like a pod behind it pulling all this other shit, all the stuff that you guys need. So you guys are like out on the ocean, right? You're out in a. You're like uh, I'm trying to think exactly where it would be. You're out like going towards. You're in like the Indian Ocean, right? You're out on a boat. You're getting like beautiful footage of you jet skiing, with the sun setting in the background, right? Yeah. They're getting fucking wildlife. You know what I mean? They're they're seeing. Wow. You know they're getting like they were getting like pictures of people. You know on on shorelines and at little little pop up islands. Like they're they're just they're just capturing the essence of what a global brand Wavy Lays is. Wow! And you're there to send that message. Okay. So your first night out. Right. You uh you're like exhausted. You're not normally like a big out at sea person, you know, so this is like a few days out on a boat is like not like the most ideal yeah. thing. So Yeah, that would be weird. 
Yeah, so you're thinking about that. You're kind of like gearing up for it. You know, you've got like. Uh, hold on. How yeah. much am I getting paid to do this? I mean, this is like part of your contract. You know, you, you do a couple promotional things a year for Wavy Lays. This sounds like a lot. Yeah, but they're going to like let you travel all over the globe. You know what I mean? You get a, you get a per diem. All right. Well, okay. Yeah. I guess. So they're trying to like launch you into like a bigger brand, you know? So you're out there the first night, you're exhausted. After everything's done shooting, you just go to bed, right? You go to bed on the boat. The pod that's attached to the boat is where there's like um, other stuff that you guys would need. There's like more beds back there. It's just like a little thing being hauled behind the bigger boat. Yeah. So you go to bed. You have this like you don't sleep well. You feel like the boat is like rocking all night. You know, you don't sleep well at all. And you just have this dream. It feels like it lasts the entire time that you're sleeping. Where you're just like falling. You're like falling in slow motion, but you just feel the wind like whipping against your body, right? Jeez. You feel your your clothes like tight up against you because you're falling so fast. And it, it it's just like chaos and sound and just insanity all around you and then Jeez. then you hear a splash and you wake up wow it's like 6 30 in the morning dang right you wake up you see the captain he's at the fucking wheel i don't know what they call it i'm not a boat guy you look at him he's wearing like a yellow slicker He's got a white beard, <laughs> white yeah. hair, you know, weathered. How long is his hair? Skin. What's that? <clears throat> I mean, it's not like it's a men's haircut. It's not like super long, but okay. You know, just curious enough for him to run those weathered fucking hands through those Jeez. hands that have seen a lot of hard work in their day. And you see him look at you and he smiles. And he says, Morning. <laughs> uh, good morning. He takes a sip out of a cup, lights a cigarette. You smell the smoke in the air. You sit up and look back to the pod, and the pod is gone. The pod is where your director and the camera guy and like all of their equipment was at. And you tell the captain, you go, hey, what the what the fuck happened to the pod? And he goes, what do you mean? And he comes out and he sees that like the pod is gone and his mouth just opens. Oh, no. That cigarette tumbles out. Fuck. Lands on the floor of the boat. <clears throat> he scrambles back inside. He uh, he turns the boat around, right? At this point, it's just you, him, and the, the two other crewmates, the, the, the other crew members on board. He turns the boat around. He, like, runs down. He, like, wakes everybody up, and he uh, tries to get on the radio. He's like, nobody's answering, you know? So he turns the Fuck. boat around, and he's like, we're going to try to go back. Like, it couldn't have been long. I, I know that they were there this morning when I got up. So they're like, you know, screaming and yelling, screaming and yelling, looking for this thing. 
and they can't find it. You guys spend all day just like in the ocean, like looking for this pod. You can't reach anybody. You can't find it. All day. You're terrified. Yeah. Yeah. It's like 3 a.m. You just fall asleep. Yeah, that exact same dream where you just fall, you know, <clears throat> splash. You wake up. It's like 6 a.m. Again? Yeah. You just, the sun hit your face and you woke up immediately. The only thing you have with you is like your jet ski is like being pulled behind. But yeah, the the pod is gone. That's not good. And you look up. And there he is, the captain, sitting behind the wheel. Cigarette already lit. He looks like absolute shit. Oh, no. It was morning. Good morning. Uh, are you okay? He looks over you. His bright blue eyes pierce through you. And he goes, I've never had a day like this in my whole life. Oh, my God. Uh, what Can I... What can I, how, how can I help you out? He goes, I don't know. He we goes, need you, we, man. He, uh, we need you, man. He like comes over, he sits down next to you. He goes, my name's Gordon. Reaches a weathered right. hand out. You shake his hand. Yeah, I shake his hand. You shake his hand. It's like wet, you know, but also oh. like can't possibly retain any moisture. You know what I mean? At the same time. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like grabbing wet vinyl, you know. Sure. He goes, "Name's Gordon Gordon," <laughs> and I've been fishing these seas a long time. Gordon Gordon, my name is Patrick Dean. Gordon Gorton. Gordon Gorton. Yeah, G O R T O N. Wow, that is <laughs> that is so bad. <laughs> and he's wearing that bright yellow slicker. That gray hair swept back across his face. <laughs> and he uh he goes I don't know what I don't know what we're gonna do. He goes, We we can't reach anyone by radio. He was a he was a we're gonna have to wait till nightfall to make to reorient ourselves because I, I don't know exactly where we are at this point. We went off course. Okay. And he goes, first thing All we right. have to do is find a way to get to land. Should he we, says, uh, he goes, we drop, need, drop, he goes, we need, we drop, need, drop we need an fuel. anchor. He goes, he goes, we need to wait till tonight to, to reorient. Let's figure out exactly where we are. And then first thing we'll head out. So you end up, uh, just like all day, you know, just, you're like a wreck. You know, the director was a friend of yours. The, the cameraman was a guy that you, you liked a lot. Uh, now they're just somewhere out in the ocean, have no idea where they are. You know, you just like yell their name like once every few minutes, praying, hoping, anything to hear a voice call back, and it never does. Fuck. That so, is so lonely. And that's really the only sound all day long is just your voice being shouted into the vast emptiness of the ocean. Because the crew members don't really talk. You never see them like talking to each other, and they certainly don't talk to the captain. 
they kind of like okay. sneak off sometimes, you know, like you imagine that you just kind of get, there's a sense of there's a sense of like tension there and he like kind of sees them and he'll like kind of bark orders at them. But there's like, I mean, not a whole lot to do at this point, you know, but he just wants them like cleaning stuff and like being busy and they just don't like him. They, there's like clearly tension on the boat. Wow. He's trying to keep these guys in line. It sounds like. Yeah, so he uh, <clears throat> all day, right? You guys are just kind of drifting along. Nightfall comes. He uses the stars to find out exactly where he is. Wow. Right. I'll tell you, Gordon Gordon's Gordon Gordon has been on the sea a long time. <laughs> Gordon Gorton. Gordon Gorton. <laughs> I think I like this guy. So he, uh, you know, first thing, once once the stars come out, he sees where he's going. He fires up the engine, and you guys head out in a direction. And there, he, there's like a sense of relief that kind of washes over him. He goes, okay. He goes, well, we'll be where we should be by sunup. I think, I think we're going to be okay. Like, it's okay. Everybody can go to sleep. So everybody goes to sleep, right? Okay. Same dream. Third night in the oh, row. No. You hear the splash. You wake up. Probably like six AM. Sun Man. hits your face. I hate waking up that early. That that's that is the worst part about this whole thing. You see Gordon Gordon sitting there at the wheel, cigarette in his lap. Steam rolling off his uh, coffee. Good morning. Good morning. Um, how are you? He goes, I don't know. He goes, we should have been there by now. Uh, uh, do you Have you figured out where we are? He takes a sip of his coffee. He kind of gestures you, to you. Do you get a cup of coffee from him? Yeah, I do. Pours you a cup of coffee. Hands it over to you. He goes, How is it? it's okay. You know, it's probably what you would expect. <laughs> Just all right. <laughs> I feel like I've had three good cups of coffee in my life. Yeah. I just always just drink shit coffee. So he hands you the coffee. You drink it. And he goes, uh, I think we're going to keep going this way a little bit longer. He goes, I, I don't know. He goes, uh, you know, we keep trying the radio. We keep trying everything. We're just we're just kind of stranded out here. About an hour or so later, one of the other crew members comes up, and uh, he goes, "Hey, have you guys have you guys seen Johnny?" And you haven't. I mean, you guys have been up the whole time that you haven't seen anybody. And the captain goes, "I haven't seen Johnny." And he goes, well, "I have. I no. He's gone. I don't think I even know Johnny." And you remember just like. Johnny was like one of the one of the two crew members that were always like kind of off on the side talking to each other, like clearly distrusting the captain. And oh, so uh, I, so I I did know him a little bit, or yeah, he was like one of the only you know few people on the boat. There's Johnny and Jacob. They're the, they're <laughs> okay. the two crew members on the boat. They were best friends from birth. Johnny and Jacob. Mm-hmm. They were each birthed on the, at the exact same time in the in the same hospital room next to each other the mothers held the other mother's hand 
<laughs> and they they each came out and they cried in unison. Okay. And they've been best friends ever since. 2J. <laughs> so they've been like the two, you know, the two J's. <laughs> they've been great friends ever since. Uh, Jacob's like, you know, I, Johnny went to bed last night at the normal time and he kind of like looks around and he goes, can I check your rooms? And the captain's like, I don't, I don't want you in my room. He goes, but I can assure you he's not in there. And he goes, I want to see in your room. And the captain's like, you're not getting in my room. Oh, so there, there is some real genuine tension. Yeah. And you're just kind of like standing there and you see yeah, that's that, so awkward. You see that like, there's like a, like a bottle on the counter. Jacob grabs it. He smashes it. He goes, let me in your fucking room. He goes, I don't know what's going on with you. He goes, but all this people are disappearing out here. The pod's gone. Nothing works. What's happening? And the captain, just Gordon Gordon, he just tears up. He goes, I have no idea. He goes, you want to see in my room? You want to see in an old man's room? <laughs> and Jacob's like, yeah, I do. He goes, fine. He goes in there. <laughs> It's just, it's just a room, you know. It's just an old room. It smells like a balm, you know. Sure, just kind of what I would, kind of what I would expect. It to yeah, be. exactly. It's just like a sad room on a boat. On the table, there's a single picture of uh, a much younger captain and a young brown-haired woman. The sunset behind them, each wow. one with a lay around their neck. He sees you look Are at you? it. He walks over. He takes it off the table. <laughs> he goes, now get out. <laughs> Jacob, you and Jacob respectfully turn and leave. Holy fucking <laughs> shit. Yeah. Oof. I would leave. I would leave immediately. I don't think that's ever happened to me. As an adult, that someone has screamed at me to get out. But if it if someone did do that to me, I would freak out so bad. It would be so unexpected. So you leave, right? You go back to your room. Oh, J- you're Jacob, damn right. The the uh, the captain slams his door. Jacob turns to you. And he goes, "I don't fucking trust that guy. As far as I can throw him, something weird's going on here." What do you say? What do you think's going on? He goes, I don't know. The pod's missing. Like, how does yeah, the radio that's very work? strange. Why, why are people disappearing? He goes, I have, he goes, every night I have this crazy dream and I hear a splash. And the next thing I know, somebody's gone. He goes, something's really fucked up around here. I've got a really bad vibe. Let, well, let's, let's talk about it. Um, what do you think the simplest solution is? Or rather, the simplest cause of all this is. He goes, I don't Let's know. Let's just start from the bottom and try to work our way up. He's like, I don't. He goes, all I know is I want to know where we are, and so I can get off this fucking boat. He goes, that's all yeah. I care about. He goes, I don't like that captain one bit. I've got my eye on him. He's like, I'm going to my room. He's like, clearly broken up about Johnny. He leaves. He goes to his room. The captain's in his room. You go back to your room. You uh, try to fall asleep. You can't do it. You jack off. 
you fall asleep oh, right away. <laughs> oh, man. What the fuck? Aaron. I'm just telling you what happens. <laughs> why, why include that? I'm just telling you what happens, Pat. Okay. So you fall asleep right away after doing that. Sure. Right. I defile myself. Yeah, the man, the room, you know. <laughs> so he falls oh, no. he fall into a deep sleep. All right. You don't remember anything. You just remember the same dream of you falling face first, the wind whipping at your clothes, the air stinging your face. You know, just the terminal velocity. You falling so fast you can't even breathe. And then splash. When the splash happens, you wake up and you hear like a struggle. And you hear Jacob and the captain like yelling at each other. And you take a look out. You walk around the corner just in time to see the captain smash Jacob over the head with a wrench. Oh. Jacob crumples to the deck. A screwdriver falls out of his hand. Rolls across the floor. You hear a metal clink when it hits the side wall of the boat. Am I anywhere near it? No. You see the captain standing over him, breathing very heavy. He turns around, looks at you with tears in his eyes. He goes, oh, thank God. He goes, he was attacking me with a screwdriver. He goes, I had to, I had to do something. He's just crying, just hysterical, just crying tears, weeping. What do you do? Man, I'd be suspicious. I, w- I would go, tell me exactly what happened here, old man. He said, I, he, he said, I was documenting where we are. He goes, I know exactly where we are now. He goes, we can be there tomorrow because we'll, we'll do everything we can. He goes, I've, I've got to figure it figured out. I know where we are. And I went to tell him, and he attacked me with a screwdriver saying that I, I set the pod free and that I took Johnny and threw him overboard. He was going to do the same with me. That's what he kept saying. He kept accusing me of that I was going to kill him and throw him overboard. And that I was the man you from know his what? dreams. I, I would point at him and I would go, well, Arya? He turns, he, his lip quivers. He goes, of course not. <laughs> his lip quivers? Yeah, he's just crying. <laughs> he goes, we're two hours that way. He says... Two hours following that star, and he points up to the brightest star in the sky. He goes, two hours, and we're there. It won't be long now. He goes, we'll have to explain everything, and hopefully we can get a search party crew out to find the pod. Maybe they're still alive. He goes, but we have two hours left. All right. So I guess what I do at this point is I'm either in a boat with somebody who is like insane. Yeah. Or somebody who like maybe did the right thing. It's a yeah. little hard to tell. You see your, either way, you see I your just, jet ski bobbing along the side. Uh, <laughs> did you just do a, a shoulder motion? Like I was, you yeah. just did a, a bobbing motion. Yeah, I did. <laughs> that was so weird. Yeah. Why did you do that? <laughs> So I could simulate to you that it was on the side and it was buoyant. Okay. And it was I'm, okay. ready I'm just, to rock. I'm just it was just funny, but no one would ever know it happened unless yeah. I said something. Well, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um 
Okay, do I feel like threatened by this guy? You feel uneasy by him. You don't really know who to believe, you know? I guess what I do is I just go along. Well, I guess my point, I just go along with it. Yeah. I go until we hit land. And once we hit land, I can kind of do a little bit more investigation. I don't want to, because if this guy did the right thing, I would just bother him. And if he didn't, he would get suspicious and maybe try to harm me. So yeah. I just I just say, yes, I'm a yes man to this guy. Whatever this guy wants to hear, that's what I say. So over the next hour, you see his sanity sort of degrade and break down. Yeah. He's, he uh, he starts like kind of looking at you and uh, um, like almost sizing you up. He makes you feel very uncomfortable. But at about an hour in, you look out and you can see land. You can see where you're going. Do you get on the jet ski and head for land? Yeah. You stay on the boat. I yell, Sayonara, sucker. Gordon Gordon turns to you. He goes, Where are you going? I go, Land toe, brother. And I jump off. You jump off perfectly onto that jet ski. You jump oh, right shit. onto it, right? To where you're just like perfectly seated. You fire that motherfucker up. <laughs> you gun the engine. And you just, without a thought, pull out. You know what I mean? You sure. Just open yeah. It up. When you Let's pull do out, this. You pull out. You run head first and do an oncoming barge. <laughs> you run head first to do an oncoming barge. That uh, you didn't even bother looking both ways before you just pulled out. Uh, <laughs> there was a pat-sized hole in the bottom of the barge. It's like you with your hands up and like a jet ski. Silhouette. Oh man! Uh, the barge sinks to the bottom of the ocean, but inside the barge, something was. Uh, uh, there was like a toxic chemical released into the ocean. And what it did was it sped up the evolutionary curve of, of sharks. And within a year, they grow legs what? and arms and they come on land and just fucking take over. <laughs> the sharks learn to breathe air and they just come in and take over and just basically like uh, dominate the human race oh, for centuries. They'd be unstoppable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anybody gets out of line, they just chomp heads off. You know what I mean? They are bloodthirsty and ready to bite. <laughs> you sunk Lanolax Barge Company. Man. All right. They well, released a toxic chemical that sped up the evolutionary curve of sharks. I I, I heard you. <laughs> I fucking heard you. That is... That is... How the fuck does your brain work? How did you get there? That was so dumb, Aaron. <laughs> they come on board. So, like, come on land. People are just out at a beach, right? They came on land uh, July 24th. 2025 the first attack started along the pacific coast <laughs> people were out in la at the beach and yeah. just a hammerhead just walked right out of the water slapped a 12 year old child in the face and bit his head off <laughs> the shark looked at the family and said today's the day motherfuckers and just oh ate them my all. god yeah yeah. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> that little kid's name was uh, Frankie Farmington. The first boy down. I'm, I'm so sorry, Frankie. I'm so sorry. We let you, the world let you down, kid. I'm so sorry. There's a, you never stood a, you never stood a chance. There's a, there's a group of rebel fighters who are trying Aaron, to work outside on. of the uh, shark people purview they're called yeah. they're called frankie's fighters 
Anything else to add? I've been, I feel like I've been <laughs> dead for so long. Oh yeah, you've been dead for years. Man, uh, that was frustrating, but I guess it's pretty fun. <laughs> okay. Fuck, man. God damn. Mm.